When you're navigating the complicated world of real estate, you want someone you can trust holding your hand along the way. Here's just the right person and just the right program. It's the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. Here's your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team, Dan Jemis. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for joining us this uh, this Sunday morning in studio with me today. I have Courtney Bondi. Good morning, Court. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, everyone. Well, and we also have uh, Andrew Paper in studio with us today. He's not in front of a microphone right now. He's hiding behind the desk, but we'll get him in front of a microphone sometime uh, sometime this morning. Andrew is our media marketing director on the uh, on the Dan Gemma's team. So lots coming up uh, on the show today. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, how to handle uh, multiple offers in a market like we have right now, Court. We've got multiple offers uh, happening quite a bit, don't we? Yeah, but it's still, still going on. Still going on. So yeah. we're going to talk about how best to handle it, uh, what you should do if you are a buyer and if you are a seller. Uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a hot topic right now. So we'll talk about that a bit later on. And uh, we're also going to talk about new things you can do with an old sweater. An old sweater. We all have old sweaters that do we can... you have can, an old sweater? Uh, I don't oh, really yeah. have any old sweaters. I, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then we're going to talk to Andrew about uh, about a few things as well. We're going to surprise you about uh, those topics, Andrew. He has no idea, but we're going to talk about them later on in the show, okay? So um, how was your week, Court? Been good. Steady and yeah, still, uh, yeah. Windsor Essex is no Ireland, is it? No, definitely no Ireland. For those who uh, tuned in last week, uh, Courtney had taken a trip with her yoga friends, with her yoga group to uh, to Ireland Uh was it a couple weeks back now, a few weeks back? Yeah, a couple weeks now, just before Thanksgiving. Yeah, very fortunate and yes. just absolutely beautiful. But I'm looking forward to uh, Kathy Talbot there, team member, who's yes. going on vacation there on Thursday. Yes. Boy, that will boy. be, she'll have some great stories. And we leave, uh, we leave today. We actually go to Florida. So uh, we're excited. We leave later on today and we'll be gone for, uh, for a week with the kids. There we have go. a little uh, a house we're renting down there uh, from someone we know who has a property they just they rent to people like us just like you know, that just regular joes and uh there's a little pool at the, the in the backyard so we'll uh take the kids swimming and take advantage of that and you guys do anticipate to go to disney world we're gonna do a couple days at disney the kids are still well um the kids are five and three and sophie's just uh six months so we're gonna leave sophie at home uh, nikki's parents are coming with us on the trip so they're gonna keep uh keep sophie back with them and we'll take the boys to uh to disney so uh just do a day or two Nothing's planned. We're being very um, just you know, go with the flow with it. Yeah, go with the flow. We're go staying kissing you, which is just a few minutes uh, uh, from from Disney. So we'll just pick a day, whatever day. It's awesome. not raining, and we'll go to Disney. Have you been? I've never been to Disney World. I've been to Disneyland in California, but never oh, Disney World. I just we went. Nick and I. Nick convinced me. Uh, it was before we got married, so I, eight nine years ago, um, and we had said let's do a last minute trip. Where can we go? And uh, she said, well, honey, let's do Disney. Because she had been when she was 16 with her family. Okay. I said, really, honey? I said, we're, you know, in our mid-20s. We're not going to go to Disney. <laughs> she says, trust me, you'll love it. So we ended up going. She won that argument, too. <laughs> we had lots of arguments. And we ended up going to Disney, and you could not get me to leave. I was just in heaven. It was, what a great place. that was place. your first time going. My first time going. Hmm. And, uh, you know, part of me is happy that I was, I was older as, you know, you got to appreciate it more. Um, but at the same time, as a kid, you get to, you know, it's, it's magic. It's magical. Right? Yeah. But it was still magical as an adult. 
So we're excited to bring the kids and uh, and have them meet Mickey and Goofy and all those uh, all those characters. All those characters. The Toy Story rides. The, the Toy Story ride is one of my favorites that, that sticks out. Uh, I believe Hollywood Studios, where you go and you you sit in this car and it drives around and you shoot all these <laughs> Toy Story characters, um, like potato heads and off the shelves and that kind of thing. Lots oh. of fun. So. But uh, yeah, so we're looking forward to that and we'll relax and come back uh, at the end of the week and just uh, get back down. Well, to rested and back to work. The nitty gritty. Yeah. But the snow is coming. What? Don't say that. I know. It's got to be coming. It's cooled down this week. It's cooled down, but yeah, we hopefully, were very, yeah, very lucky this early beginning of the week there with the gorgeous weather. Hopefully it, uh, it stays off a little bit, uh, a little <laughs> bit further, right? But uh, yeah, one thing that... Uh, Andrew's been hard at work at in our office. We have a new a new employee starting uh, in the next uh, coming weeks at the end of this month, uh, and uh, so we've been prepping his office. We had an extra office space in our uh, in our new building, and uh, it was piled <laughs> with boxes and boxes and boxes. And so um, we've all been—I shouldn't say we—I had nothing to do with it. Well, yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest, Andrew, Lisa, Andrew, Lisa, Joyce. <laughs> A couple of those have been uh, throwing other boxes and other stuff out of that room to get it ready for this uh, for our new employee. More information to come with that exciting news. But uh, yeah, so Andrew's been setting up the computers and getting everything going and phones and all that fun stuff. Right, Andrew? Yes, he's nodding. As he yes. nods. <laughs> People want to hear your English accent, Andrew. We'll, have to, we'll, we'll get him on. We'll get him on. But uh, okay, so let's, why don't we take a quick break? When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, the market and we're going to talk about multiple offers, which absolutely everyone uh, every buyer fears every seller loves yeah uh and we're going to explain uh how best to handle them right because there's lots of situations lots of scenarios um and uh we'll talk about that right good idea brilliant brilliant let's talk about that okay lots more to come right here on the dan Jemis real estate show Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Here's your host and broker owner of the largest real estate team in Windsor, Essex, Dan Jemis. Welcome back to the show. Again, Courtney Bondi, sales rep with the Dan Jemis team in studio with me today. Apparently, um, Kathy and Sue decided to uh, take the morning off. There you go. And Sean, they're too. I don't know what they're all, all doing. All sleeping in. They're all sleeping in or they're all out for oh, breakfast. Oh, they're all out already. While we're working. Yeah. <laughs> they're listening to us. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. You know, one of these days we got to get uh, Joyce or Lisa on the show too. And I know Lisa was just telling us this week because we were joking saying, Lisa, like, get up out of the, you know, out of bed in the morning and come see us on the show. And she says we've never invited her, but we invite her all the time. There you go. She this is the, this up. is the invite. This is the invite. The this is the, invite. Official this invite. Is the official invite. I'm sure she's listening right now. There you go. So Lisa, <laughs> next Sunday you can get out of bed and come join us on the show. She'd have a lot of interesting stories. She would. About me. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, for all of you out there, you've I'm sure have been hearing about the market in Windsor Essex, and uh, you know at the beginning of this year it was going haywire, and it's still a great market right now. The, the stats, as we've shared in the last couple of weeks, um, have been calming down a little bit, and there have been lots of changes with the mortgages uh, in the last week. Um, and, and approval amounts that's been affecting people's approval amounts. So we're anticipating and we're waiting to see what happens with that in the long term. But for now, the market is still a very good one for sellers. Not yeah. so much so for buyers. Now, it's not impossible, but it's definitely more challenging than it has been in the last, in the last few years. So one of the big questions we often get, Court, is about multiple offers, whether it be from buyers or from sellers, and it's how best to handle them. 
Now let's start. Why don't we start from a, a seller standpoint, right? So when yeah. we list a house, obviously the goal for our sellers and, and for us, for our sellers is to get them into multiple offers. Yeah. Multiple offers means that it drives the price up, right? And who doesn't want that? Yeah. Everybody wants that. Everybody wants that. Everybody yeah. wants that. So, um, as a seller, what do we, what do we do to, to help create that situation? Well, number one, it starts from the, our, our beginning process, right? So when someone calls us and says, Hey, Dan Gemma's team, we want an evaluation, uh, come on out. So someone from the team goes out and says hello and does a walk around the property and, uh, we'll make, we'll make some suggestions on what best to do. Monica, our home stager will go out there yes. and give some more advice on what to do. And people often think that means spending money with the home stager. And it does not mean that. First of all, the team handles the cost of the home staging consultation. Uh, but most often than not, it's just a matter of moving stuff around and uh, and cleaning things, you know, taking stuff off the fridge, that kind of thing. Yeah, her goal is to get you more money in your pocket as opposed to uh, having to spend it on, on doing major stuff within the house. Exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, when Monica comes out there, people usually call us afterwards and say, man, I wish that Monica had come out here 10 years ago <laughs> when we moved into the house. Uh, and so that that's the beginning stages of, of you know, of our process to get you into multiple offers. Uh, from there, we then go into all of our, our marketing tools. And that's a huge part of what the Dan Jamis team does differently than everyone else uh, in the marketplace. And, and because of the sheer uh, size of business that we, we have and, and the amount of, of, uh, of homes that we sell, we have very, very huge marketing power. And, you know, one of the tools that we have is Andrew paper who's on our staff here and he's actually in studio with us today uh and andrew will talk a bit later about uh some new stuff that we're seeing coming out uh, in the industry and that we're doing on the team as well but you know one of the cool features is is the marketing and the, the virtual tours that we do yeah. um that no one else is doing some people have you know uh virtual or video tours but you know not only do we do video tours differently than everyone else does as well but we have actual virtual tours 3d 3d tours um, and it's a huge, it's a huge part of this whole process, yeah. right? Our goal is to get someone interested in your property, but not just interested, but seriously interested. By the time they get to your front door, they, there's a good chance that they're, they're, they already know they want to make an offer. So once somebody is ready to make an offer, uh, and, and to see the property, well, then our goal is to get even more offers, right? So oftentimes we're going to hold back offers. We're going to say, okay, we've listed this house on Wednesday. We're going to uh, entertain offers on Saturday or Sunday. That gives ample time for, for realtors to get in there with their buyers uh, and again, create a frenzy, which is what we hope, right? Now, I should not uh, forget to mention that obviously pricing the property properly yes. is extremely yeah. important. And the last thing we want to do is overprice it because then you're not going to get as much attention as, as if it was priced properly. So assuming that all goes well, the house hits the market and we're holding back offers. Poof, a few days goes by and there we have multiple offers. So multiple offers can be anything from two to 20. Yeah. We've had over 20 offers before in the listing. So it happens. Uh, so regardless of how many offers, even if it's just two, then the whole process starts taking shape. And what we do from that point is every realtor that comes in to present us the offers are coming in with their best. All those buyers are coming in with their best offers. So a lot of benefits to multiple offers is that people are trying to make their offers look as good as possible. So they're knocking off conditions. They're not putting conditions of the home inspection. They're not putting conditions of, a, of financing or insurance or whatever, house to sell conditions. 
because they're trying to improve their odds as much as they possibly can. Now, oftentimes, Court, how often does it happen where we have, you know, three, four, or five offers and, you know, they're all very similar. Yeah. They're all very close. Yeah. You just never know. You never know. You never know. So then what do you start looking at as a seller? You start looking at closing dates, right? Uh, or things asked, um, you know, the chattels. So appliances, uh, whatever other small stuff that, that can be in a property that, that you have to ask yeah. for, right? Yeah. And so, and not just that, but sometimes it does happen where we have a couple offers one of which is, you know, just uh, some some fake numbers. So the house listed for two hundred thousand uh, dollars. You know, we have five offers. You know, four of them are, or three of them are two ten, and two of them are. Uh, one of them comes in at two twelve, and the other one at two oh eight. Well, it is not uncommon, or it's not impossible for that seller to actually go for the two oh eight, if it has less conditions, yeah. a better closing date. So everyone automatically thinks that dollar is the most important thing. Yeah. Now. Don't get me wrong, it's important, and, and most of the time it's the most important thing, but you bet that if somebody comes in and is a couple thousand dollars shy of the, of the best offer, but the best offer has some conditions in it, there's a good chance that the seller is going to entertain that, that offer with no conditions, yep. just to have it done and over with, Yep. right? Now, it's a very nerve-wracking process for sellers, but from a buyer's standpoint, it's even worse. Yeah. Right? Now, imagine yourself being a buyer and not knowing what is going on. It's very nerve-wracking. So uh, the Dan Gemis team, we make sure to work very closely with buyers to make them understand uh, and, and help them throughout the whole process. Yeah, it's definitely a misconception there that buyers often think that realtors know the offers that are going in and yes. that we know what, what everyone's What's offering happening. and yeah. And even from a, from a, from, well, exactly from, from a, from an agent standpoint when working with buyers, yeah. well, what are the other offers? We'll just, we'll just yeah. beat it. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. No one knows what's going on. Right. Um, so this, the process is very similar from a buyer. It's just now, again, from your end, you are trying to make your offer look as best as possible. Mm -hmm. So first of all, are you pre-approved for a mortgage? Um, do you have a house to sell? If you do, can you hold two mortgages? If not, you're going in with a house to sell condition, which is going to hurt you extremely yeah. right um if, uh, inspection so oftentimes what we're seeing now is buyers doing inspections before the actual offer yeah so that they can keep that, that condition off off the paperwork um and then closing dates you know we're making suggestions well if if you're a first-time buyer or if you have a backup plan if you've sold your house and you have somewhere to go then our suggestion is that you don't put a, con a closing date on the paperwork leave a blank that gives a bit more power that way the sellers can choose whatever closing date they want Right. Yep. So that's you know those are those are all big questions and, and big things. Now, Courtney, how many times do we have buyers that have tried you know that have found six seven houses they love, put offers on all of them, and they they lose out. And they lose out. Right. It's a very stressful time for buyers. Yeah. Um, then you have other buyers that just they get lucky and they find a house and they write an offer and it's done. Right. So we were talking a bit earlier about uh, the recent mortgage changes, um, and if if you haven't heard. Uh, the government of Canada made some changes um, a couple weeks ago. They actually announced them, what, a month ago, not even, three weeks ago? Yeah, a couple weeks before yeah. they implemented it, really. And it was, a, it was a massive change. And usually when the government makes a change to the mortgage rules, they usually allow a few months to, uh, you know, for things to trickle down yeah. and to, to kind of get into place and for the banks to, to react. 
Well, the government did not allow that this time around. And they said, okay, as of, it was the 17th of October. And this must have been announced, I would say, the early teens or, or the, you know, the beginning of October. Yeah. Um, as of October 17th, uh, the rules are changing. And any uh, uh, any buyer who has a, a mortgage that is, uh, that is um, uh, guaranteed, right? So if you have uh, less than 20% down, well, then you have to get pre-approved on the posted rate, which is typically about 2% more than the advertised rate. So, for example, right now you can get a mortgage, a five-year mortgage for somewhere around 2.5%, 2.4 or something, 2.5%. Well, so now the bank is, uh, if you have less than 20% down, is making buyers uh, um, get qualified on the, the posted rate, which is almost 2% more, so 4.6%. So what that equates to at the end of the day for a buyer is about 20% less of a pre-approval. So somebody who was pre-approved for $300,000 is now pre-approved for two forty. Yeah. Well, that's a big difference. It's a massive difference. Yeah. And on the team, we had clients that were caught right in the middle of this whole thing and that had sold their properties and that were looking for, for properties in the uh, $250,000 range. Well, if they didn't get a property by that date, within a couple of weeks their pre-approval is now down, you know, under, under $300,000. Yeah. And they were already struggling to find property. Exactly. Yeah. So luckily for them, it worked out. Yes. They found something, they fell in love and it was perfect. But there's, there was a lot of people out there that, that, uh, you know, that got stuck. It was not fun. So we're waiting to see, I know everyone's asking us, uh, our thoughts on, on whether or not it's going to, uh, dampen the, 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 the mortgage market uh, and the real estate market is too, is too early to tell. We need more time to tell. Uh, I do think it's going to have an effect. I think it has to. Um, you know, and, and like you were saying, I was I was talking to you earlier this week, Court. You are seeing the buyers you're working with. A lot of them are are being forced to go up to their maximum, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah. So now that's going to literally, you know, take them down a notch. Um, and so we'll see. Time will tell. Yeah. Um, I do think it's going to have an effect. Uh, we'll just have to see how how much of an effect it has. We have to remember that Windsor Essex still is one of the best markets, uh, you know, one of the most affordable markets in all of Canada. So that's that's definitely working uh, in our favor. But uh, you know, it should be interesting moving forward. And uh, you know, the the biggest tip that we can give buyers court is obviously to to stay calm. Yeah. Uh, and make sure you have uh, representation, a realtor or a team that you can trust and that is looking out for your best interest. You said it. You right? got it. Yep. But exactly, you know, and the Dan James team is always there to help. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where if you don't have someone you can trust, uh, how often do we hear at court that people oh just, Oh my goodness. The have horror stories. Yes. Right. Yeah. But so that, that's the key. So make sure you have people you can trust and, uh, educate yourself, educate yes. yourself. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Research, ask yeah. around who have you Asking, used. Yeah. Right, uh, that that's massive. You don't want a, a part-time agent. You want someone that's that's at this full-time, that has the time for you. Uh, you know, one of the benefits of of the Dan Gemma's team is, uh, you know, typically you work with someone on the team, and, and that that's your key person that you work with. But oftentimes, you know, a single realtor can't be in five places at once. Nope. And if <laughs> if you know, first of all, if a realtor only has one client, there's some serious, scary issues there that you have to look at. Um, if the realtor is, is got a good reputation or the team has a good reputation, they're going to have multiple clients. Well, in our case, if Courtney's working with somebody and you know, you're tied up for whatever reason, well, there's someone else on the team, you know, that can yeah. come out there. Me, Lisa, everyone on the team is licensed except for Andrew. We're working on Andrew. 
That's just a one matter of, of time. That's just a matter of time. <laughs> one of these days, he'll be able to go to the house, take pictures, do video, do the three tours, and show the house and at the same time. Yeah. And sell, and sell it. it. <laughs> See, there you go. So uh, you know, lots happening there. But just just make sure you get good representation. Okay, let's take a break, Court. We're gonna get uh, we're gonna get news in here, and then um, what is next? Ooh, things you can do. How did I word it? One sec. Uh, mm-hmm. How no new things you can do with an old sweater. Lots of interesting ideas. Yes, Andrews has a big question mark on his face. We'll talk about that and lots more right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Is it time to buy that income property? Or maybe even that cottage? The Dan Jemis Real Estate Show is here to help make those decisions. Welcome back to the show. Here's Dan Jemis, your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. Welcome back to the show. In studio with me today, Courtney Bondi, sales rep with the Dan Jemis team. And uh, Court is our, our newest rep. No, actually, our, well, our newest licensed rep. rep. The, the how, how can I help? Because Sean really is our newest rep to the uh, team. You've been on the team longer. Yes. But you are the newest licensed rep. And there you, you go. You've been loving it, right? Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. You, you dug right in there. When Courtney first started with the team, it's been over a year now. Yeah, Has a little it? over a year. year yeah. Half. Yeah. Um, and uh, Courtney was assistant to uh, to the realtors. And so there is no better training than mm-hmm. what, you, what you went through, which no. was amazing. Oh, my gosh. Right? Am I so, I'm so grateful for that. And uh, so when Courtney actually uh, completed her licensing and got uh, got all set to go, she was a pro. Oh, she had she had more experience you. than uh, than most realtors have in their lifetime uh, under her belt. So it was uh, it was exciting, and love it's it. uh, it's awesome to have you. Thank on the road you. I love being a part clients. of the team. Yes, love it. So now we get to talk about uh, some new things you can do with an old sweater. All right. Interesting, right? Eh? So let me start. We'll we'll uh, we'll work to you back and forth. So. A felted wool blanket. What could be more snugly than a blanket made entirely of sweaters? There you go. To create this par- uh, patchwork piece, yellow suitcase uh, studio sewed squares of felted sweaters together, adding decorative stitching along the edges. The blanket is perfect for cozy movie nights, but it also makes a heartwarming gift. What? A, you know well, what I can picture doing idea. this? My mother-in-law. Yes. Phyllis would totally... Phyllis would- there you go. We're, we'll give her all our old sweaters. Oh, and yes. guess what you're getting for Christmas? Uh, I <laughs> love it. It's a great idea. Okay. And uh, she'd be all over that. You're next. All right. A poof ottoman. So a poof <laughs> is ideal for kicking up your feet and relaxing. So when you combine a thrift store sweater with an insert made from fabric and polyester fiber fill, a versatile do-it-yourself ottoman can be yours for little coast and not much time at all. Little coast. Little little co- cost. Little cost or coast, same thing. <laughs> it looks like a giant um, pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> the one they have in the picture here. But yeah, it's basically just, it's ottoman. It's just a sweater. And I actually need they like, it out. an ottoman. I, Look I'm at that. too short to, with the couches. On the I, cheap. There you go. Nice Golden. Cool. Uh, dryer balls. Do you have dryer balls? Do you use dryer balls? No. We use dryer balls at home. And at first, when we first got them, I said, honey, what? Really? What, what is this? <laughs> these, these fluffy balls in the dryer. But. Uh, they're great. So dryer balls, an eco-friendly alternative to fabric softener. Dryer balls can help your clothes dry faster while reducing wrinkles. Make your own version using the wool from old sweaters and you'll get fresher clothes for free. Hmm. So I don't get it. So do you just like, I, you have to, I guess you have to, um, literally, I don't really know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is like, it looks like actual dryer balls, but I'm not sure how you get the. 
an old wool, wool sweater and just. I guess you just. We'll have to find out. You just. You must just. I don't know. Okay, next. <laughs> Decorative pillowcases. There you go. So hey. sweater-covered pillows make couches even cozier. So to create your own pillowcase, cut your sweater to the proper size using a pillow for reference. Turn the pieces inside out and stitch them together, leaving just enough room to slip the pillow inside before sewing the case closed. Then add buttons or other embellishments to dress up your cozy new cushion. That's what a, a good brilliant idea. idea. They actually look really good too. Yeah, they look nice. These are these are new things you can do with an old uh, sweater. Uh, next, cozy mittens. Mittens or mittens? Some people call them mittens. I call them mittens. Just mittens. mittens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a fresh pair of warm. Uh, we're both French, so maybe it's just there. You the, go. The Frenchness. French. A French pair of warm mittens is just what Old Man Winter ordered. Outline your hands in a chalk uh, in, in chalk around the bottom edge of a sweater to create a custom mitten pattern. Cut out the pieces, turn them in inside out, and sew them together. Keep a pair in every coat pocket so you're never stuck without gloves again. Like that's it's very smart. Can that's you sew? A good one. Yeah. I wouldn't even attempt it. I would just make a. I'd make but a I prefer mess. knitting and crocheting, so I'd probably yeah. knit or crochet a pair of mittens. Well, yeah. There you go. Huh. Oh. I'm size. I'll. I'll, I'll oh, there you go. My, yeah. <laughs> I'll get the sweater and. Well, look, at, look at this next one. An iPhone. Oh, Dan, you need to get the iPhone again. There you go. Because then you can make a case. Okay, let's change. It, no. says, <laughs> it says iPhone or iPad case. We're going to say iPhone, iPad, or Android. Our Android case. device case. Oh, right, there right. you go. So protect your tech gadgets from chilly temperatures by dressing them in cases made from felted sweaters. Sewing a simple pocket for your iPhone, iPad, or Android <laughs> is quick and easy. Plus, the results are adorable. Oh, how cute. Uh, next, felted coasters. So this, is, this is interesting. This winter, set your warm beverages down on a soft coaster of felted wool. Any wool sweater can be felted by washing it in hot water and running it through the hottest setting on your dryer. Cut the sweater to size, then make yourself a cup of hot cocoa to test out the new coaster. Huh. How about that? Interesting. So oh, Nikki would like this next one. A festive wreath. Yes. So cut and sew an old sweater around a wreath from um, form to craft a joyful decoration for your front door. This do-it-yourself wreath is a fashionable alternative to the natural evergreen variety, and it will lo still look appropriate after the holidays. Huh. Oh, so when you forget to take down that wreath, there you go. we got to give it to Nikki. Nikki's been doing all these, um, they have these like, classes, like these one-night classes, and you make a wreath. Ah. Um, she did one uh, in the, like about a month ago. Um, it was a, for charity. And you just okay. made a fall reef, and now she's about to do one for, for Christmas. Smart idea. Yeah. Uh, Christmas stocking. This Christmas, deck the halls with <laughs> DIY stockings made from repurposed sweaters. Use an existing stocking as reference for the pattern, then cut an old sweater to size and sew the pieces together. Embellish your creation with some ribbon, and you have the perfect holiday decoration. There you go. That'd be fun for, for kids, something to do on a weekend or something, then you just know. go to the dollar store and get some cool... Nikki's uh, mom makes all of our stockings. Oh. She'll make one for Sophie this year. There yeah. you go. So next we have a pom-pom hat. Pom-pom. Pom-pom. So if you have an old <laughs> sweater, a sewing machine, and an hour to spare, you can make yourself a new pom-pom hat with scissors, <laughs> yarn, and cardboard. After yours is done, score yourself some thrift store sweaters and create a hat for everyone in the family. Huh. Well, there well. You go. By the time we're done, we're going to have a whole new outfit. I know. <laughs> Gloves, hats, socks. Um, sweater sleeve. Effortlessly dress up candles and vases, or vases, for any reason with homemade sweater sleeves. What? 
It looks pretty cool. Yeah. Even a DIY beginner can take on this project, which involves little more than cutting and hot gluing pieces of fabric together. It just looks like a sock on a vase. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. And wrist warmers. I can totally picture you wearing wrist warmers. <laughs> Can't you, Andrew, picture Courtney wearing wrist warmers? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'll make some. There we go. A wool or cashmere sweater that's taken on an accidental trip through the laundry machine may seem like a hopeless case, but the shrunken and frayed fabric can still be salvaged. By cutting off the sweater sleeves and adding a little uh, crocheted edging, you can make adorable do-it-yourself wrist warmers. The cozy creations are perfect for cold mornings and stormy evenings. I would actually wear, yeah. There you go. You know, it's our, I, I always say that uh, we're going to end up doing a segment on our show about um, the dryer eating clothes and eating socks because <laughs> we have so many socks go missing. Just the kids' socks. Like, you know, first of all, when you have toddler and baby socks, they're, they're impossible to keep a handle on. Oh, coffee, coffee cozy, the next one. <laughs> Uh, to keep your fingers, and this is, if you're just tuning in, tuning in it's uh, new things you can do with an old sweater right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Coffee cozy to keep your fingers burn-free while you sip on piping hot beverages this winter. Make a DIY cozy. Cut a sweater sleeve to a, to a length of about five inches. Add some liquid seam sealant for a neat edge and so on some buttons. Your coffee cup never looked so cute. It looks like it a little, like a wearing <laughs> coat, or like a, like a, like a, like a sweater, <laughs> right? That's brilliant. And next, last but not least. We got a knit lampshade. So add a bit of coziness to any corner by updating an old lampshade with a new knit cover. Simply slip a sweater over the shade, cut it to size, and hot glue it in place. That's a good idea. Switch hot things glue. up. Hot glue. Ah, glue. <laughs> um, cool. There you go. That's uh, new things you can do with an old sweater. Huh. So if you have any old sweaters sitting around, donate them or reuse them for reuse them. all these there ideas. You go. Listen, before we get to break, um, you have an open house today. Yes. Tell us about it. It's on, uh, on Bondi on in Bondi. LaSalle. Uh, 2005 Bondi. Yes. They're in LaSalle, right in the heart of LaSalle, right yes. close to uh, the amenities there on uh, Malden Road, Zares and all that. But it's, yet you're in a nice little uh, tucked, tucked right away, away corner. Yeah. yeah. Like it's literally, if, you, if you're familiar, uh, folks listening uh, to where Sandwich West Public School is, uh, it's literally, it's, there's, there's Todd Lane there and it's a little nip and tuck behind uh, Todd yeah. Lane. Um, you'll see, you'll see the open house signs and the Dan Jemis yep, team sign there. Yeah, directional signs out but, there. So yeah. come on out today from one to one to three. LaSalle's hot right now. Yeah. Uh, three bedrooms. Three uh, bedroom, yes. one bath. It's a side split. All freshly painted. So. She just renovated, uh, Ellen just renovated the bathroom there. Yeah. It's nice and nice and tucked away in the corner and, uh, yeah, nice place. Make sure you check it out, uh, out that way. Listed for 219.9. 219.9 out LaSalle way. 2005. Bondi. Bondi. And it'll match with Courtney Bondi there doing the open go. house. Come check the Bondi out Courtney at the Bondi. Courtney Bondi doing the Bondi house. We had to get Courtney doing oh, the Bondi house. Of course. House. But uh, yeah, excited. Okay. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk with Andrew. I'm pulling him in on the show. Sorry, Andrew. You can't just you know sit behind the scenes. People <laughs> want to hear your English accent. Yeah. I know it never gets old talking about Andrew's accent. You know, people love it. They love it. <laughs> I wish I had it, but I don't. So when we come back, we're going to talk about that. We'll talk with Andrew and uh, lots more right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show.
you're in the right place for the best real estate advice in Windsor, Essex. It's the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Back to the show with your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. Welcome back to the show. Okay, so in the hot seat right now is our media marketing director, Andrew Paper. I'm back. He's back. Hey, how's it going? It's been forever since we've had you on. It's been a long time. Where have you been? Sleeping in? I, I, I kind of feel like <laughs> I've been using the, the excuse that I've got a newborn, but that was about nearly a year ago. So Yes. <laughs> Molly's not so newborn anymore, and I've got that excuse more than you do now. Mine's six months well, old. Your so. name's on the show. You have to be here. I know. I don't have a choice. Here I am. <laughs> But uh, yes, no, it's been uh, it's been ages, and uh, it it's has. good to have you back it on has. this morning. Good to be back. Now, tell us, there's been lots of um, exciting stuff happening on the Dan Jemis team. Yes, um, you know, you got a uh, a gift from the team. It was an early Christmas <laughs> present, so thank you very much, Santa. Sorry, Dan. You know, everybody, every time on the uh, in our team in our office, when when Andrew wants a new piece of technology for our listings and you know to help market our clients, or, or anytime UPS turn up, anytime UPS turns <laughs> up, it's you know all the girls in the office are like, oh great, what did Andrew get now? What was the gift that Andrew it's wanted? For the benefit of the whole team. It's the, for the benefit of the whole team for everyone. So it's Andrew's new toy. We the have a couple team. of them. The, yeah. It's the team's the, toy, the but team Andrew toy, happens but no to use one it. touched them. It's mine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We've all had our hands slapped, but tell tell the, everybody out there what to what you've been using and uh, and how much fun it's been. It's always lots of fun. Yeah, it's always lots of fun. So the the newest toy to the arsenal, we um, we decided that uh, it was going to be a good idea to uh, incorporate drone footage into yes. our listings. Yeah. Um, we've seen other people have started yeah. to use drones, but we, we kind of felt like we weren't we weren't in, uh, ready to make the commitment to it because we felt we really wanted to be confident in the, the technology yes. and that it wasn't just a fad. Yep. Um, and we had some listings that came up and we thought, you know what, we could really use this to, to its full advantage. And I think the first listing we used it on was Cass listing out in Peninsula, Yes. which is 800, 800 feet of shoreline. 900, yeah. 900, 900 feet, feet of shoreline. shoreline. Yeah. It was yep. just an absolute fantastic location to test it out. Yes. So we've been able to use it in uh, lots of different applications to, to show... Uh, proximity to amenities to show how secluded a location is or even two weeks ago we had a house that had solar panels yes so we wanted to get up there show and uh, show the solar panels and see where they uh where exactly where they sit on the roof because you can't really see them from the road yeah so you want to be able to see that they're definitely there so no it's, there's lots of different applications it's uh we uh, want now we're confident that it's not just going to be a passing fad that it really uh, really can benefit from it but, uh, it's been good fun it's been good fun Good fun for sure, and oh, yeah. uh, you know, and like you said, lots of benefits because you know we've had we've had listings on uh, on Boblo. We've had many. And, oh, excellent! And, yeah, you know, when we got the the most recent one again, we wanted to grab footage of of the of the freighters going down the water. Exactly, and, and we can do that um, from the office as well. We don't oh, we don't even have to leave our desks. I know, Isn't amazing. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Andrew, you have to always have the drone in sight. In sight, you know, that, that, that's, uh, that's a good Canada. thing to touch on because there are um, Transport Canada keep a, yes. uh, a a very tight rein on uh, the regulations of yes, no of, of who should be flying and uh, where you can and can't fly. Yeah. So that's something to always be very mindful of. That. Uh, it's it's almost with uh, it, there's a lot of responsibility that comes with because it it's it's a it's a flying piece of machinery it's and if it falls out of the sky it's going to hurt oh, yeah. someone. No doubt. Um, so there's uh, there's there's a lot of responsibility that comes with that. Yeah. But uh, Transport Canada are very good with the guidelines of um, what you need, what you don't need in order to to fly as far as licensing is concerned. Yeah. And it, it's pretty much based on weight. So unless you have a, a you know a huge helicopter sized drone with cameras attached to it, so you can't lift us with the drone. Can't, you can't saying. lift anything. You can't no. carry any load at all on the drone. Otherwise, you are licensed to up to, I think it's a twenty five thousand dollar fine. Oh, is that all? 
So okay, let's try it. <laughs> what the heck? Um, okay, so another piece of technology uh, that really has been hitting um, the market quite hard with Facebook recently buying yeah. uh, Oculus Rift yes. um, is virtual reality. Indeed. Now, um, previous listeners and our clients will be aware that we do our 3D tours, yes. which are a little bit different to other 3D tours that are out there. Um, not a little bit, a lot. A lot, completely. Yeah. They're not even like other 3D tools. No. They're completely, they, they stand <laughs> on their own. Those things aren't really 3D tours. Not at all. People use, yeah. Um, so the, the camera that we, and the technology we've used is called Matterport, and that allows us to create a 3D um, model of a house. Now, they've just rolled out an additional piece of software for all of their current models, the, the, the models that we use. You can now incorporate them into a VR headset. Yeah. So every single model that we now have on our website, if you have... At the moment, unfortunately, it's only available for Android phones. Huh. Um, if you go on to uh, if you go on to any of our listing, a, a good example is uh, the one that Courtney's uh, where Courtney is at today. Yes. Bondi uh, two thousand five Bondi. Yes. If you click on the walkthrough tour, you'll see there's a, a picture of some VR glasses. When you load the walkthrough tour, you hit that, and it's going to prompt you, you to you can walk through it. It's going to prompt you to uh, at that point either open the Google Cardboard app or the Matterport app through the Oculus Store. Yep. Um, open it up. And then stick it in the VR headset and walk around. So anybody with a Samsung phone has Sam- the ability. Yeah, yep, pretty much uh, any, any any Android, Android phone? any Android phone work. Um, what a concept! Yeah, but when you click on, if you use an iPhone, like most people, um, it's <laughs> gonna, it's, it's just going to tell you that it, it it's coming soon. It's coming yeah, soon. But it's uh, it's an exciting piece of technology, and it's we've used it here in the office, and it's um, it's 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 kind of very very eerie. It's like so s- scary that yes. it's almost real. It's, it's where it's going. It's fun. It's, it's so where, much it's fun. It's where technology oh, is going. And, uh, definitely. It's quite amazing. Yeah. You know? But yep. So you haven't been up to very much lately. Uh, you've been kind of bored. Not really. No, I just <laughs> sit back with my feet up. Every now and again, you know, I'll do something. But uh, yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun. But, uh, you know, the, the main reason we, we do these 3D tours is to not necessarily give people an understanding of what a house looks like, but so people know what the uh, the, the actual house, the, the, the flow of the house, the layout yes. of the rooms, because that's the number one feedback you get from any house. Someone doesn't like the layout. Yeah, that's the number one feedback. You see a house through this uh, through this platform, and that's Dan never Dennis an issue. Doesn't have that problem. No, nope, definitely nope, not. That's, uh, nope. that's that's something nope, that, that's... that'll be rarely that you'll ever hear that yep. excuse through through going through. One you know, of it's things. it's a huge investment that we've made. Uh, you know, for for our clients. But at the end of the day, it's then our clients more money. People yes, are showing definitely. up to the door, uh, pretty much ready to buy because they've mm-hmm. they've walked through the house. Yep. Uh, literally, right? Which yep. is which is huge. Exactly. Um, and so, yes, it's it's not an, an, a cheap tool to use, no, routine, but all. it was a good investment. And definitely, uh, definitely, you know, it's it's helping our clients. I mean, it enables people to see it from further afield as well. Yes. So we, when we take a close look at our analytics, you can see that people are looking at it as far away as Europe. Oh my uh, goodness! And you know, we've had people that even said, you know, my 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 partner is on business there yep. in. Japan or they're in Australia right now, but doesn't matter. They can have a look at it and they've seen it and then they're comfortable enough to let the other person go and have yeah, a look on been, their own. It's been so funny because the Dan Gemma's team, you know, we pride ourselves on being ahead of the curve and, you know, we're typically the first to do new things and yeah. exciting things. And because we just, again, with, with the sure amount of business that we do, we have that, we have that power to do that. Right. Um, and how many times have we watched, you know, single realtors or other teams try and do what we do? Um, yep. Matterport's a great example. Yes, definitely. Because yep. we, we have Andrew on staff. He's our, our full-time media marketing person, and, and his sole purpose is to is to, to take care things, of that, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and so other realtors see what we're doing, and they they try. They you know they spend you know the thousands and thousands of dollars on the equipment, and next thing you know, they try one and try two, and they stop using it. It's an investment in time as well because oh, it takes a you know because when we're at a listing, yeah. it's you're at a listing for at least three hours. Yes. 
and that's just there. You know, you've yeah. then got the post production, and it's it can be a good six seven hours depending on the size of the listing. Yeah, just to get it uh, just to get it just up to, to scratch get to get it out there. So yeah. it's uh, it's a big investment in time and money, but it's it's more than worth it for uh, for everyone on the team and all the clients as well. Well, perfect. Listen, thank you for joining us, Andrew. Um, Thanks very much. Look forward yes, to seeing good. you again next Sunday. Uh, <laughs> in a few years. <laughs> in a few years. Okay, when we come back, we're going to wrap up the show uh, right after this, right here on the Dan Chemis Real Estate Show. Well, there you go, folks. Thank you again for tuning in. Courtney, thank you for joining me as always. Thank you for having me. Are you in next week or is it somebody else? I think I'm in next week. We don't even know. I, think, I think you are in next week. I think I am. Because Castaway, isn't she? Yes. Well. Yeah. Huh. Well, I will see you next Sunday. If you are thinking of buying or selling uh, a home, anyone out there, then you can give us a call. The Dan Jemis team would love to help. You can reach us online, danjemis.com. That's D-A-N-G-E-M-U-S.com. You can call us seven days a week, 519-566-5565. Courtney, I will see you next week. See you next week, Dan. And I'll say hi to Mickey for you. Thank you very much. Don't forget the picture. I won't. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) We'll see you next Sunday. You've been listening to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. If you've thought about selling or buying a home in the future, the Dan Jemis Real Estate team would love to help. Visit the team's website at danjemis.com or call the office seven days a week, 519-566-5565.